what pops up a beer or a cold libation Let me tell you how I wrote this little theme I went and took a call from brother Jason And he tells me that he has a little dream He says he needs a backwards intro to begin his podcast And I ask him what you got He said I'll start off with some talking And some moody clips of popcorn fighting Fantasy explorations and some groundness exploitation Kickstarts that I'm watching and some blind unboxing Full month horror movie marathon Sometimes I'll let the dogs come on Contest and of course you know it's all about games I said slow down let's just start with the name It's the Nerds RPG Variety Podcast With the other Jason Hey everybody, welcome back to Nerds RPG Variety Cast. My name is Jason, I'm glad that you're here. This week I've got a thank you, I've got some talk about games I've been involved with recently, and I've got a bunch of call-ins. So let's get to the show. Early Sunday morning, you might hear the birds chirping in the background. I'm in the backyard with the dogs. Um, they just had their breakfast. They're messing around. Just want to thank everybody for listening. Thank you for putting up with some of my oddball ideas. You know, whether I do a movie retrospective or we do a two-hour talk about a game like Rollmaster. You know, that's quote-unquote a dead game, whatever. Get out of there, doggy. I just really think that um, Maddie's interested in something on the other side of her fence. But I just appreciate my listeners. I I don't know if I always say that, but I want to let you guys know that. As far as games I've been playing and running, well, I haven't been running much. Real-life concerns have canceled a bunch of my games recently. I was supposed, last week, I was supposed to run Altered State and Recon, and neither happened. Really want to get Recon to the table. And, and I appreciate those players putting up with it, being canceled twice now. And Altered State, the same. I feel bad that I had to cancel it. I had a family thing come up. But hopefully, we'll be able to finish that out. It's probably time to put that game to bed, move on. Um, I really enjoy all those players. They're great players. But I think that game's been, we haven't played long enough that, you know, it's been so long since we played is probably the point where it's time time to restart, do something different. I know Barney of Lucas wants to play Sinister Red, the zine by Rudy of RPG Retrofit, and I'd love to run it. It's a really neat adventure. So maybe I can talk people into doing that. We'll see. What I do have going, which is going to start here this week, is a play-by-post Boot Hill game. We're going to start, we're using Boot Hill 2nd Edition rules, And we're going to start off with a shootout. Now, I told everybody to make a character just for the shootout because they might not survive. Shootouts are pretty deadly in Boot Hill. But I want to work work our way through these play-by-post mechanics and how we're going to do shootouts and how we're going to do it, make things work. And that seemed like a good way to do it. So we're going to open up, do a shootout like a practice. If their characters survive, they can definitely use them in the game. But then we'll move on to a, a regular game. But I figured one big shootout might be interesting just to give everything a go. My plan for that, by the way, is to have them tell me what they want to do. And I'm going to do all the dice rolls as the GM. I think that'll really speed it up. That way it's not going back and forth. And since I'm going to roll online, yeah, I guess I'm taken away from the players. But realistically, the you know the it's a dog rhythm that's rolling. So I don't know if it really matters who 
clicks the button to, you know, tell it to roll the die, right? So we're doing it all on Discord, by the way. Um, I've got two separate channels, one for the actual in-game, like the conversations and actions, and one channel for out-of-game. Well, in-game, but not in-character things. So, like, if they have a question, they ask it in the out-of-game channel, and if they're explaining what their character's doing or saying or describing what they're saying, then that goes in the in-game channel. So it'll be interesting. I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully next week I'll be able to tell you if, if that was a success or a huge failure. And yeah, so that's kind of what I have as far as games I'm running. Due to a super busy week, in addition to having to cancel games to run, I've also canceled games to play in. And I really played in one game I can talk about and that is Carl Rodriguez's Cthulhu Invictus game, which is a fun game. We're part of a, you know, a column, Roman Legion column, Roman Army column, going through Germany, or what would be Germany later on, being attacked by Germanic tribes. Uh, the session started, we were in camp, and, you know, the army had kind of been worn down, or the armies had kind of been worn down, and we had some scouts out, and just at the edge of vision, and we, we saw them get attacked by some of our auxiliaries. You know, basically there was a betrayal, and we, we could tell, you know, our scouts kind of got wiped out. One of the PCs was with the scouts, and he had a bout of madness and ran into the woods, kind of a swampy marshland. And so he, he escaped being killed, but was, you know, running, running scared in the woods when we ended the session. So this session, not a whole lot happened. We, we did go find him in the woods. We fought some of the Germanic tribesmen. He recovered the PC, brought him back. Um, there was a lot of political wrangling about what to do. A lot of the camp leadership had committed suicide. And, and we decided kind of take control. And we're going to lead what's left of the column. Try, we're going to try to lead them to the Rhine, past the Rhine to some friendly forces. The plan is hopefully to break free of the column, have the party go ahead to to find friendlies and bring them back as a relief column but it's yeah it's not looking good for the for the home team here um we ended you know we're about to leave on that march so it, it'll be interesting it's been a really fun game it's a large group carl does a great job managing that large group um the roman setting is very neat very interesting different than you know most settings there's hints of supernatural stuff in here and whatnot but it's kind of a historical game with some some dark you know supernatural overtones to it but it's it's been really fun so really like i say that's really the only thing i have to talk about as far as games i played who's on the phone who's on the phone who's on the phone who's on the phone well, maybe it's your auntie or a joke by your spouse, but the operator's scream is coming from inside the house. Hey there, Jason. This is John from the Red Dice Diaries. Just been listening to your episode 83, Call an Extravaganza. And I've been racking my brains trying to think about what film you might have been referring to with the toxic waste going down to the sewers and it flooding at midnight. My first thought was that it might be Chud, but... Uh, not really sure about that, although I definitely think that's a film worthy of discussion. And my second thought is that it might be Friday the 13th, part eight, 
Jason takes Manhattan. Because I'm sure there, I remember someone saying something about sewers flooding with toxic waste in that film. But it's been an absolute age since I've seen it, so I can't be sure. Anyway, those are my suggestions, dude. Take care, and I'll catch you soon. That was John L. Large of the RDD Red Dice Diary podcast. I'm not sure exactly what the title is anymore. <laughs> um, but I'm sure John maybe can call us and tell us how to say his podcast name. You got it right. It is Friday 13th Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan, which is a movie where Jason's in Man- Jason is in Manhattan for all of 10 minutes maybe at the end. But that is definitely the movie where every night at midnight the sewers are flushed with toxic waste. Chud. That's interesting. So I haven't seen that forever. I have a vague memory of Bud the Chud, I think. But to be honest, I mix up Chud with another movie series, The Alive or It's Alive. There's a movie series, I want to say Alive or It's Alive, by Larry Cohen. I think there are three of them. There were mutant babies that the mothers had, like, I don't know, been exposed to some chemical and and these babies came out and they like clawed their ways out of the womb and they had claws and teeth and and then you know so the first one with this baby and and, in that one too the babies dropped in i think hiding in the sewers or wherever and it's been a while since i've seen any of those movies but eventually they ended up putting all the babies on an island and they did a jurassic park kind of thing where people went to the island to hunt the babies and those of course had michael moriarty who most people nowadays know from law and order but Michael Moriarty was one of the fathers of the babies. Of course, my favorite movie maybe with him in is Q, The Winged Serpent, another Larry Cohen classic um, that, you know, starred the the detective duo of Richard Roundtree and David Carradine. There's a detective combo for you. But, yeah. No, Chud, Chud's something I'll have to revisit. I know there are a number of those. So that, that might be a worthwhile episode, as could the various Larry Cohen movies. Larry Cohen's horror movies, you know, from, from It's Alive to Cue the Winged Serpent to... What was the one God Told Me To, I think, where... Well, that one's just a crazy, crazy movie. Um, yeah, may, maybe I'll look at that, do, do an episode on those. But... Let's go to another caller that also got the movie right. Hi, Jason. It's Edwin here. I'm calling in so you can make me famous. The answer to your toxic waste puzzle is Jason. Um, what is it? Find it. Find the 13th. Jason takes Manhattan uh, when he's in the sewers. Um, I like your reference to Donald Pleasance. Uh, I think you could do a whole episode on just just the horror films he made. Um, I think you've talked in the past about Deathline, which is the one um, where there's something nasty in the underground, um, the, the underground, um, London Transport Underground. Um, that's worth watching. Anyway, thanks for the podcast again. Cheers, Sam. That was Edwin King. Thank you so much for the call. I will indeed make you famous to dozens of listeners. Friday the 13th, Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan is correct. Good job. And also, good call on Donald Pleasance. He's a great actor. Really always liked Donald Pleasance. And yeah, a retrospect of his horror movies would definitely be worthwhile. He's in a number of good ones. And he's in a number of ones that aren't so good. 
that are still decent because he's in them. Um, Deathline, I have talked about a little bit. We could definitely retouch that. Uh, I've touched on the Monster Club. We could retouch on that. So, yeah, I'll think about that. That's a great suggestion. Thank you very much. So, now we're going to go to a couple calls talking about the William Hope Hodgson character, Thomas Karnacki, that I mentioned in the last ep- last call-in episode. So, let's go to those callers. Hey, Jason, this is Ray. Man, it was so cool to hear you talk about uh, Karnacki. Um, I love I love science fiction and horror um, and fantasy all kind of blended together, really, but, uh, from the mid-1800s to, like, 1920. And I, too, love that, where they talk about the ether and all kinds of crazy stuff like that. It just makes it better, not worse, to have all that dated science in there. Um, so there's Karnacki uh, by John Hope Hodgson. A great story there, by the way. Not It's not a uh, Karnacki story, but uh, The Voice in the Night is the source – one of the sources for the Japanese movie Matango about, uh, well, I don't want to say what it's about. Uh, it's got fungus in it. Let's put it that way. <laughs> but it's a it's a really cool story. Uh, the other the other one that I always think of is John Silence. But pardon me if you hear weird noises. I'm making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Um, mm, right. Uh, John Silence, who was written by Algernon Blackwood. And. Uh, <laughs> I got cut off there and then uh, it made me laugh because the autocorrect on my phone changed the post title of my uh, last message from Karnacki to carjacking. Uh, but <laughs> the John Silence was written by Algernon Blackwood. And I think most people might know him from the story Ancient Sorceries, where he visits a village of werecats, for lack of a better term. So that that will probably get a lot of people interested. There have been some old, uh, some great vintage radio drama adaptations of those stories in the show Escape. I think it was. I'll see if I can find links to them. You know, I'm an old time radio junkie. So, hey man, um, love to switch swap some notes with you sometime about these old stories later. Hey Jason, it's Joe. Dude, I, I've never seen any of the Karnacki movies, but I've read a bunch of the uh, short stories, and I love them. They're super fun. I, I know what you mean, that whole Victorian science stuff, I, I also think is just really, really fun and fascinating, man. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, maybe I'll have to look into seeing some of those movies. But anyway, dude, great stuff. Loving the movie reviews. Uh, yeah, man, just super happy to have you back again. Peace out. So that was Ray Otis of Plundergrounds and Joe Richter of Hindsightless. Thank you so much for the calls, guys. I'm very happy to hear there's still Karnacki fans out there. Ray, if you find some of those old radio shows, please let us give me a call. Let us know. Um, I haven't really listened to any old radio dramas for years and years and years, but I used to, especially as a kid. I used to love listening to The Shadow and, and some other ones. But, yeah, I would definitely check those out. I, I'd be interested in those. Joe, I, wow, I'll have to think about that to try to give you a good list of Victorian kind of sci-fi, well, not sci-fi, but weird Victorian science movies to check out. There are a ton of them, and I'm just not sure where to start giving you recommendations. Um, so I'll have to think about that. And and then I'm bouncing back and forth here, back to Ray. Yeah, definitely we can do that, uh, talk about some of these old old novels and old sto- short stories and most of them are really short stories. There are some novellas, I, I guess. But, yeah, I, you know, the, and these were all pulps, or some of them are pre-pulps. 
you know, my so the Hodgson story that sticks out to me the most, of course, is the house on the borderland. And if you haven't read that, listener, I, I recommend you listen to that. That's a novella or a short novel, but it, it's really interesting. Um, guy, guy goes visits his buddy, and his buddies, mind you, I haven't read this for a couple decades, but my remembrance of is a guy goes visits his buddy because every night his buddy's being attacked, basically by pig faced orcs, and and so they're going to town buying rifles and and sh- fighting them off every night and. And then it goes, you know, it kind of goes crazy from there. So, yeah, Hodgson's a really interesting author. He wrote a lot of sea stories as well. But I I like all that stuff. Um, Yeah, great stuff. Thank you so much for the calls. By the way, one last note about The House on the Borderland. For all you Terry Pratchett fans out there, Mr. Pratchett has called that novel The Big Bang in My Private Universe as a science fiction and fantasy reader and later writer. So, I'm not the only one that likes it. This next set of callers were participants in my last episode, The Role Master Retrospective. If you haven't listened to that, I, I know it's almost two hours, it's a long episode, but whether you like Role Master, whether you've ever played it, or whether you even know anything about it, I think it's really interesting to listen to six different people's perspectives on a game. And I think there's some really interesting things in that episode. I am a little biased, but I I do think it's worth listening to. So I want to thank these next callers for their comments. Uh, They all did a great job. No, Che, you did not talk too much. I I would also like to request that any listeners who did not participate in the show but listened to it, give, give me your feedback on it. If you don't want to give me your feedback with a call on Anchor, then reach out to me in the Audio Dungeon, send me an email at nerdsrpgvarietycast at gmail.com. Uh, you know, tie a message on the leg of a pigeon, send it up in the air and hope it can find me. I don't know. But so let me know what you think, because I'm curious what other people think of that show. If you want me to do something like that again on a different game system, or if you don't really think it worked, I, I, I would like to hear some feedback from actual listeners as opposed to the the people involved in the show. So so actually what I'll do is I'll let these I I'm not going to respond to these comments. They're like I say all these guys are great. You should go listen to their podcasts. And I will close the show out after these comments. So thank you for joining me and I'll join you all this weekend. Take care. Hey up Jason, Shandy Andy here. I'm just giving you a call. Um having listen to the Rollmaster episode. First of all, congratulations. An outstanding episode. That is one of the best episodes uh, of a podcast I've listened to in a long time. Um, I very rarely can listen more than 20-30 minutes, to be honest, on a podcast. It's a very rare one. So that one was, I think, the best part of two hours. Um, To get it so that I did it all in one go as well, um, I just paused it uh, a few times when my son's came in and interrupted me, was brilliant. And more to the point, Jason, um, just let me come back with another message. And this, by the way, is meant as a huge compliment. I have cleaned my cooker, uh, um, the hob and everything, out listening to your podcast. And Jason, it was a pleasurable experience for the first time in my life um, because I was actually taken away to somewhere else while I was doing all the cleaning and didn't really notice it. So I think you deserve a huge round of applause for managing to do that.
to keep it interesting for that long. Um, uh, and congratulations to the other five guys who you interviewed. It was absolutely eye-opening, really, in a lot of ways, to realise what different experiences we have with the same game. Um, and I know you don't want to hear this, but I think the format works, and uh, I think you could do it with another game. Um, perhaps leave it um, for another 12 months' time when the hop needs cleaning again. I'll give you the nod, and you can set up that episode so I can clean it again while listening to it, because it was brilliant, Jason. Thank you. Hi Jason, it's Barry here just to pick up on the Rollmaster episode. It was a brilliant episode, I'm maybe a little biased because I did, you know, contribute towards it. But actually I felt the format worked really well, um, despite your concerns, and the length wasn't too bad. It was really good um, to hear everyone else's views as well as my own in that one. Um, sounds like we just need to get a game together sometime and get everyone to play. Sounds like me and Joe and everyone else are really up for another game at some point in time. If we can all get our diaries to sync, which is probably highly unlikely, but hey, I can live in hope, can't I? Anyway, I just want to pass that message on and say keep up the work and really enjoyed it. And if we can ever get a roundtable discussion sometime that might be better but you know we'll see how it goes all right jason speaks later bye hey jason it's chad just wanted to call and say thank you so much for involving me in the rollmaster ice episode i really enjoyed doing it and while i do talk far too much i really appreciate being the opportunity to uh, to take part so thanks so much for that um hope you're well game on Who's on the phone? Who's on the phone? Who's on the phone? Who's on the phone? Maybe it's your auntie or a joke about your spouse, but the operator's screaming it's coming from inside the house. What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? Well, the audience is pretty sure he took a pretty head and Question left is if I fail to shoot him dead. Bring on the gold, bring on the gold. I want some more, bring on the gold. Well, your butcher is a dustman and your moil is quite a tipper, and I'm assuming that your partner back there in the wood chipper. Don't look away. Hey!